I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be. When away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried, Ship Well, once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Munn speaking, our program here called The Mariner's Call. This old mariner is calling out to you. (laughs) Ship ahoy. God bless you for being there, listening to us whenever, morning, noon, or night. Some of you listening here in the U.S., some other parts of Europe, around in the I, the areas of the Caribbean, the South Pacific, wherever, I'm just glad you're there. What a wonderful opportunity. What an honor it is to be able to have an opportunity to speak to so many people and uh, in knowing who I am. Just a little country boy here in South Alabama, a little boy that got took off of a boat many, many years ago and placed in the book. I appreciate the book of God. I'm going to look into the book today in Matthew chapter 13. I want to use verse 47. I want to talk to you about what I've I presented to those who listen to our little five-minute program during the week, Monday through Friday. Talk about netting, netting sinners. How does God do that? I sure can relate to this netting deal because I spent my life, I guess, is one of the things my father taught me, taught me well as to how to use a net. Of course, we use all kinds of nets. We had, for the shrimping industry, we had the trawls. And then for uh, fishing, gill net fishing, we had, of course, the trammel net. We had the gill net and uh, also the seine. And there's no end. I've always kept what we call a cast net, which is just a throw net, depending on how tall it is. The one that I have is about 12 foot high, and it can encompass oh, about 20 foot uh, area. We I still love fish, and uh, I call it the food of heaven. And when it comes to nets, I I like I like just touching them. And when I find it in the Bible, I find it a good a good place to preach from. It says here in the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter thirteen, verse forty-seven. Again, the kingdom of heaven is likened unto a net that was cast into the sea, and gathered of every kind. The what? The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a net that's cast into the sea. You know, if I were to take and compare, if you read Matthew chapter 13, you have seven parables here. If you read Revelation chapter 1 through 3, you have seven churches. If you'll take and uh, uh, compare these seven parables to these seven churches, you'll get the parable of the net will fit the last church period talked about in Revelation chapter 3, which would be Laodicea, which could compare in some ways practically to this age. So maybe even doctrinally, I'm okay where I'm at. It says, the kingdom of heaven is likened unto a net that was cast into the sea and gathered of every kind. Let's talk about a physical net. Let's make some comparisons and analogy. Here is a simile sort of uh, to speak a parallel and see if we can uh, find some things that will help us especially as believers. And as far as a net is concerned, it says, again, the kingdom of heaven is like, what are you going to liken it to? A net. What about a net? It's a prepared tool 
made by men to catch fish physically. Now, that's the physical net. The first nets, of course, we had to make by hand. Then as our country progressed, factories began to spin this netting for us. One of the biggest netting companies that I know of and been there will be the Nylon Net Company there in Memphis, Tennessee. Many different shapes and sizes, but all made for the same purpose, uh, to harvest the, uh, the food of heaven. I put it that way over and over again. We think about seafood. Now, so with the gospel, and let's make a parallel. All right, now the gospel, once again, we think about it as we compare it to a net. We would say it would be the gospel net. A net is a prepared tool made by men. So the gospel would be God's prepared tool, God's ordained means of saving souls. What is it? Romans chapter 1, verse 16, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. What? The gospel. What is the gospel? First Corinthians 15, the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. It's all about Christ. You know, and it's strange how people all talk about all kinds of gospels, plural, my friend. There's only one gospel in the New Testament, and it's all about Christ. His, we think about his death on Calvary, his glorious resurrection. And my friend, how he is our, we think about being our intercessor and our mediator uh, today. So we think about the gospel. It's God's prepared tool. It's not a bunch of gimmicks. You know, a lot of times to build a church, uh, we just devise ways by which we can just uh, bring people in. And the way people are brought into the family of God, my friend, is through the gospel. It's God's prepared tool. It's not psychology. It's not built on, we think of the family of God, it's not built on sales and and an emphasis on maybe some religion, my friend. It has to do with the gospel, the gospel of Christ. A net is used by skillful men. Then let me stop here just for a few minutes and let me say some things that may not sound exactly right, but I want you to consider them. When I was young, one of the things I had to do is I I had to learn some things about fishing. I had to learn about the tools of fishing. And, of course, the, the basic tool would be that net. I had to learn everything about that net. As far as the trawl is concerned, and I spent the better part of all my lost life on a shrimp trawler as well as gill net fishing. But uh, as far as that shrimp trawl, I had to know that there was a cork line, that there was a lead line. Uh, my friend, I had to know everything about uh, that net all the way down to the end of the net, which was the bag area that held all the fish and shrimp products, my friend, it was just like a giant shovel that was put down to the ocean floor and gathered of every kind, my friend. But I had to learn everything about that net, even as to how to mend it. Now, the same thing is true of this book. You say, why is there so much confusion out in the world today? So many denominations, so many beliefs, so many cults. It has to do with people taking the Bible and using it when they don't know how to use it. Now, now, now please, be, be, be careful. I don't mean to be offensive here. As far as this book is concerned, all right, my friend, you need to learn how. In fact, in the New Testament, there is a command. The command is to study to show thyself approved unto God. My friend, we're to study God's book. That's why you need a local church. That's why you need a pastor. You know, people ask me, why Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, all these times in church? You're learning how to use the gospel net. That's why at home, on your own, you learn how to read this book. 
I've had people, I've listened to people like on TV, and, and they'll, they'll sort of try to tell people how they can go to heaven. And they get it all mixed up. You said, why? They don't know how to use the net. They're unskillful. Many times they claim to be fishermen, and they're not fishermen. We used to laugh at the greenhorns. We called people that didn't know a lot about shrimping. They didn't know a lot about the fishing industry, yet they may have bought them a boat and they got them some nets and they tried to use it. They just made the biggest mess you ever seen in your life. Reminds me of a lot of churches, a lot of people that I know even personally that take. As far as this book is concerned, I'm just saying this. If we used a net physically, we had to know what it was all about. As far as this book, I'm not saying, my friend, that you need to know everything from Genesis 1 to Revelation 22. I didn't say that, but you need to read it through some. You know, there's some people listening, you probably never read God's book. Have you ever read it from Genesis 1 all the way through to the end? You said, why? It take me years. Are you kidding? About three pages a day, you can read the thing through in one year. Surely you can do that. You need to learn some things about this book. Oh, in finding the truths of this book and learning how to rightly divide the word of truth. I've seen people that didn't even know that the Bible had two parts. You said it does? Yeah. That's an Old Testament and a New Testament. Some people say, well, it's about the same, isn't it? Why would they say that? Because they don't read it. The Old Testament is about a nation. The New Testament is about the church, basically speaking, looking at it in generalities, you know. In the Old Testament, God was preparing a nation, and Jesus Christ was going to be the king. What did this nation of Israel do to their king, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John? They crucified this king. Hence, the gospel went to the Gentiles. That's the age we live in now, some 2,000 years. Gospel, the gospel about Christ. Now we tell people about the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. And yes, that Christ will come first for the church. And then he's going to come back again to restore this nation of Israel. The Bible is an exciting book. You need to learn something about this net that God cast into the sea. There's so many areas to go in here. We think about a net must be durable and exceptionally strong. I think about the nets we used to use. They were very powerful nets in the sense that they were rugged, in the sense that they, the mesh was, uh, as far as the diameter, it was large, you know. And uh, as far as uh, the, the net itself is concerned, sometimes we could hang it on a wreckage on the bottom and still get it up without tearing it up. I'm just saying it needed to be exceptionally strong. We'd be foolish to use a weak net. We'd lose our catch. The gospel. If it's God's net, no if in my mind. The gospel. It's the power of God unto salvation. Durable. Exceptionally strong. Oh, yes. It's just as strong today as it was some 2,000 years ago. You said, yes? Yes. I tell you, for me, I got caught in the gospel net in 1966. That's not very far, not very many years at all for some. It's over 40 years. You said, what? Still in, still in the net. You said, why? Because it is strong and it's durable, my friend. Uh, the gospel, uh, we think about uh, that that's spoken I, a lot of times in talking to people. I've heard people say, Brother Mon, I used to be a Christian. I was this. And I used to be this, but I'm out of the net now. <laughs> they didn't get in the gospel net. If you get in the go- some people get in the membership net. 
or they get in the net of good works. Or maybe they think they'll just be, uh, have a little water sprinkled on them. That's their help. Or maybe they can wiggle their, their mouth, maybe speak in another language. They think that's going to get them to heaven, my friend. It's only Christ that's going to get you there. And my friend, that is the only net that's lasting. And when you get into the gospel, my friend, when you find the gospel, the gospel provides for you eternal life, everlasting life, salvations of the Lord. It is God that saves. It is God that keeps. If you're working to keep yourself saved, you're wasting your time. Just throw in the towel and, you know, drill a hole in the bottom of your boat and sink out in the oceans of life. That's what's going to happen. Uh, my friend, you don't want to do that. Christ, my friend, it is Christ that saves. And the gospel story very strong, very strong. You know, we think about the gospel and so many different areas to go in in our time is almost gone. In our text, it says here, gathered of every kind. What does that mean? That means when you present the gospel, I wish I could say all of those whom I told the gospel story to turned out to be genuine, 100% good stock. I've caught a lot of sharks. I've caught a lot of old shiners. I've caught a lot of old crabs. Ho, 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 ho. It didn't all turn out to be that. Yeah, it gathers of every kind. But God knows who's his, who his children are. And he's going to have to sort out the good from the bad. I can't do that. It is God that does that. We just put out the gospel message. Would you do that? The gospel net. Oh, it has to do with Jesus Christ. Just telling people about what Jesus Christ did. Not necessarily what he did for you, but that's good too. After they're saved, a testimony is good. But you need to tell them about Jesus Christ. A lot of people just respond to somebody's testimony and they want to have the same experience you have, you know, but they need to know Christ first. Tell them about Christ. Get the gospel story to them. Be a good fisherman. Throw out the gospel net, my friend. Oh, it's God's means of saving souls. Until next week, the same time, Fisherman. Saying goodbye.